number 188 of the Just One More Road podcast, hosted by me, Dana of Unwind. The sponsor for the May and June period of 6 and 20 is my best friend, The Project Bag, who is generously donating two winners, each their choice of bag currently listed in her shop. So thank you so much, Tiffany. You know I love you to death. Underway, because I'm going to save all of my beach news for where the wild things are. So hang on to that. Uh, underway, I am currently sitting here knitting on a brand new pattern by Casapinka called the Hugshot Shawl. If you are plugged into social media in the knitting world, you'll know that last month Casapinka did a promotion with local yarn stores where they could put together shawl kits for her Breathe and Hope shawl. And with the purchase of a kit during a specified period, you got a free pattern download code for the Breathe and Hope shawl. And it was such a resounding success, she decided to design a different shawl and offer it to um, Indie Dyers as an option to put together kits and have free codes. So I am participating in that. And I do currently have codes and I have lots of kits put together in my shop right now, just sitting there waiting for you. And if there's something specific that you want, I'm happy to dye it custom and then go ahead and send you the code while you wait for your yarn to be finished. Um, I am currently knitting one out of my Tennessee Wildflowers Journey Sock, which is a white base with lots of different wildflower speckles. And then I'm using my forget-me-not colorway which is a pale semi-solid blue and this is actually um, forget-me-not is one of the colors in Tennessee wildflowers this was part of a uh, set that I had designed and uh, dyed up for fiber in the burrow in Murfreesboro Tennessee last November in November of 2019 so I had these in the shop stock and right before we left on the trip I decided I was just gonna go ahead and uh, put these two together, wind them up, and work on this shawl while I was gone. And it is absolutely lovely. Um, I It's a lot more pastel than what I normally knit, so that's been kind of an interesting change for me. But I am really, really loving it. Um, I did have some travails with this. <laughs> I had started the shawl in the car, and somehow the only needle that I could find, I needed a size six circular, the only needle tips that I could find were some nitpicks, majestic tips that I had gotten in a sample set. And I thought, well, that's fine. I'll just take those. Well, note to self, don't take wooden needles on a trip because I broke one less than an hour after starting the shawl. So I went into a panic because, you know, that meant that, I mean, I had a sock to work on. I had brought my socks number one for 2020 with me just as a backup project. But as my friend Alyssa said, it was a backup I never intended to actually employ. <laughs> so I did work. I got about four inches knit on that sock um, in the interim. But I will tell you guys, I don't know if you know about this, but there is a feature on Ravelry. If you go to the yarns tab, and you go down to um, on the left hand side it says local yarn shop directory but below that it says road trip planner and if you click on that it will start with where you where your Ravelry 
profile is set that you are from, which for me is Chattanooga, Tennessee, and it will ask you where you're going and you can tell them the name of the city that is your final destination and it will ask you how far you're willing to detour and you can set it anywhere um, from like, I think it's like a mile to 10 miles. And if you click that, it will tell you what yarn stores are on your way, which is kind of amazing. I mean, really, that's such a useful feature. So yay, Casey and Jess for coming up with that and implementing it. That is so handy. So I was actually able to get in touch with a good yarn in Sarasota, which was on our way. It was only three miles out of the way of the interstate. We were going to be on on our second day of our drive. And they were able to pull me a size six uh, Chaga Red circular. And since we were going to be passing by after they were already closed, they rang me up over the phone and taped it to their door. So I was able to continue my project. So yay to a good yarn in Sarasota. Um, unfortunately, they're all they're still closed due to COVID, but they are open by appointment. So if you're going to be passing through, try to nail down what time you're going to be there and see if you can pop in and see them because that was some really awesome customer service and I had a really great time talking to um, one of their employees who's actually their in-house indie dyer so that was really fun I uh, was driving and, and ended up being able to chat with her for about a half an hour and it was it was just a really it was a really pleasant interaction and, and I wish I could have gone in the store and shopped because you know me I would have bought some yarn but oh well at least I got my needle and I was able to work on my shawl um, by the time we got home from the trip, I was on section four. Uh, I have not actually looked to see how many sections there are, but I think there are seven. So I'm over halfway on the shawl. I'm almost finished with section four. I'm sitting here knitting on it right now. But it's a simple two-color shawl. You need two colors of uh, fingering weight. You need a minimum of 400 yards of each color in order to make the shawl work as written. And uh, there is a little buffer built into the pattern so that you won't use all of that 400 yards. So you don't have to worry so much about gauge um, unless that's something like you know that you're a super tight knitter or a super loose knitter. You might want to fudge a little bit with your needle size. But it's a very enjoyable knit. It is not something that takes a huge amount of concentration, which is why I'm able to work on it while I record. But uh, I really love it. And I have got pictures up on my Ravelry page and I've been posting them on Instagram. Um, Casapinka did let everyone know that um, the promotion for the codes was supposed to be redemption from the 5th to the 7th and she has actually extended it to redemption through the 13th because of um, all of the activism and such that's going on right now for Black Lives Matter and she didn't want us taking away from that by trying to promote businesses and I completely understand um, her stance on this and I'm grateful that she's giving us a little extra time to uh, promote our kits as well because I lost a week because I was in Florida and couldn't work on mine so um, it's good news all around that uh, we have until the 13th to redeem those codes so if you're interested in supporting me I really would appreciate it I don't have any more of the exact kit I'm knitting with right now I do have uh, the Tennessee wildflowers but I have a different contrast with it but if you want to make one like mine I can easily dye you a skein of, um, of forget-me-not so let's see other knitting I've done not a huge amount since 
I talked to you guys last other than this and I do have an FO to talk about but I did work a little bit more on Madeline's flax I am getting ready to add in the third color so that's the end of the body when I get through the third color and then I just have sleeves to go since the neckline and um, the bottom will already be knit so that's exciting I'm uh, seriously considering adding a little bit of embroidery or something to this sweater since it's kind of plain and it's in like a peachy pink uh, naturally dyed yarn it's nutmeg nutmeg fibers cottage and um, I think it was iron and lace wood or something like that I don't remember what it, you can look on my on my project page it tells you what the actual uh, natural dyes were that were used to dye the yarn but um, if but I think I may add some like flowers or something up near the neck. I don't know. I'll have to look through my embroidery books and see. Um, other than that, I really haven't worked on anything any different. So I'm going to move on to FOs. I did finish my Shelly summer top. I got the knitting done right before we left and blocked it. And I took it with me to the beach to do the seaming. Um, I don't know if maybe I seamed the shoulders too tight, but I'm going to try steaming it to see if I can soften the line. Um, they're a little bit 80 shoulder pads looking on me. Um, of course, I do have broad shoulders, so there's that to consider, but um, the seam lines are just a little stiff. So I think I'm going to try um, hitting it with a little bit of steam and see if I can get it to relax. I'm kind of sad that I didn't have an ability to do that while I was down there because it would have been really great to have some FO picks on the beach, but oh well, didn't have that happen. Incoming, um, as soon as I finish Hugshot, I do plan to cast on the Scotch Broom uh, pattern by Wool and Pine out of my discontinued Twinkle Sock base in Goth Girl. Uh, but I do have to tell you guys, it is like eating me not to cast this on. Um, I'm glad I didn't take the yarn with me to the beach, though, because it would have been a big distraction from Hugshot. But um, I, I know everybody probably knows this, but in case you don't know this, if there's a pattern that you're considering knitting and you want to get inspiration for your own before you start it, um, it's really easy to look up the hashtag for that particular pattern on Instagram and follow a hashtag instead of just like looking it up each time. Um, I'm following the Scotch Broom Crop. It's hashtag Scotch Broom Crop on Instagram. And I'm loving seeing people's uh, works in progress and seeing their FOs and their their uh, lovely yarn choices. It's really um, inspired me and, and made me want to knit it just that much more. So I'm, I'm sure everybody probably already knew that. So forgive me if it seems like I'm being a little mansplainy, but I, uh, I thought I would mention that since I know I sometimes forget that that's an option and I really like having that to be able to um, inspire my knitting choices. Okay, maker's moment. Uh, quite a few things in here. Um, first of all, I have been making custom cups like crazy. It has been such a super fun few weeks. Um, I mailed out, I think, eight right before I left on my trip. And as soon as I got back, I had seven more custom cup orders come in. And I'm working on those, trying to get them done. Um, I'm having so much fun with that. It's really been awesome to uh, get the opportunity to help people design their cup. And uh, I know a lot of people are making real efforts to drink more water, to be healthier, and are, um, you know, making that a priority. And I do have some really awesome 
32 ounce cups that work great for that. Um, I personally drink three of those 32 ounce cups full of water a day in addition to my coffee. And I know that this is not a weight loss podcast. I'm not obsessed with my weight. You know, I try to be as, um, I try to be as balanced about that as I can, but I have noticed that I just feel better when I drink a lot of water. So it's a lot of fun to have a a cute cup to drink your water out of. And I actually just got some brand new 30 ounce tumblers that actually the bottom screws off and they have a retractable straw hidden in the bottom compartment. Is that not the coolest ever? Because I think it is. So I'm actually currently working on one of those for me that I'm gonna use as a sample so people can see how it works. But um, if you're interested in that, those actually come in 20 ounce and 30 ounce. And I do have some of those already, of those cut blanks in stock. And I am working on uh, wood grain cups for Father's Day. Um, it's really fun to do a wood grain cup. They, uh, they look really awesome. You can look at my Unwind Yarn Company Instagram feed and see some of the ones that I've done so far. I have done some custom ones as well. And that's been really fun to work with those people to make some really pretty uh, cups for manly cups though for their uh, significant others and their dads and stuff like that it's it's really awesome and it's a good gift for somebody you don't know what to buy for because everybody drinks liquids so <laughs> might as well have a cool cup to do it out of right so if you're interested in a custom cup just message me via my etsy shop i've got the link in the show notes it's unwind originals on etsy and i'd love to work with you so next i have a mermaid cross stitch that I'm planning to start. It is called Mermaid Kisses and Starfish Wishes and it is by the Frosted Pumpkin Stitchery. And fortunately, I already had all the floss colors in my stash, so that was really exciting. And my bestie Tiffany made me a grime guard for my 8x8 Q-snap frame that I use when I cross stitch, so that was really awesome. Um, I'm going to make it for Madeline's room in honor of our our trip we just took. And I think I'm going to try to do some sort of blank frame and put seashells around it. And speaking of seashells, I'll go into this a little bit more when I get to where the wild things are. But I am sitting on, not even kidding, 17 pounds of seashells. Beautiful whole seashells (laughs) that we brought back from Sanibel. So if you know of any really cool shell crafts that I could do with these, please let me know. Um... One only needs so many jars full of shells, which is what we're going to end up with, I think. But, I mean, I have decided I'm going to do a lamp, fill a lamp for Madeline with some of our better ones. But um, if you if you know of anything, please let me know because it would be really useful. <laughs> and I really love the opportunity to uh, to do something fun with these. Okay, so in my ears, I am currently listening to... Andrea Vernon and the Corporation for Ultrahuman Protection. It is a really fun read. Um, This was one of the Audible free books for June. And I actually know it was for May. It was actually for May because I got it uh, before we got home. Um, Audible does, with an Audible subscription, they they, I think, put eight books in every month that you can get absolutely for free and they're usually brand new books from brand new authors or authors that are not really well known or whatever and this one is really really fun um it's about this girl who can't can't find and land a job and she ends up getting a job as an administration administrative assistant to the uh one of the ceos of this 
corporation who um, employs superheroes to fight evil in New York. And it's just a really fun read. It kind of reads like a graphic novel somewhat, um, but of course it's audible. But the uh, narrator on this <laughs> like has really good voices that she does for everyone. And I just, I've really enjoyed this book. It's super fun. While we were on vacation, I listened to a lot of books because it seemed like I always got up two hours before my family every day. So I would sit and listen to books and drink my coffee and knit and watch the ocean from the living room of our condo. So, um, And I also had a 14-hour drive down and back to listen to books. And Chris and I um, each had one uh, headphone in our respective ear so we could listen to our books but still talk to each other. Because Madeline had her own thing going on with her Kindle in the back seat. So, on vacation, I finished Little Fires Everywhere. I'm not a fan of that book. If you want to have a discussion about it, we can we can have a discussion. But I personally don't understand the hype. And I don't think I'll be wasting my time watching the Hulu series. I don't really care to see it. Um, I finished both Proven Guilty and White Knight from the Dresden Files, which you guys know I'm a super huge fan of Harry Dresden. Um... And I also finished on the way back The Life and Times of Prince Albert, which was another Audible freebie. And that one was really great. It was um, just honestly a history of Prince Albert, who was Queen Victoria's husband. So this, this was, you know, the 18 or, you know, mid 1800s is when all this was going on. And it talks a lot about, you know, English history and how he affected um, English foreign policy. And I just, I really, really enjoyed that book. And it was written um, by a historian who I think would really made a serious effort to do as much um, unbiased research and, and reporting as he could. So I really liked that one. I'm still working my way through Wanderers on my, my new Kindle Paperwhite that I got for Mother's Day. Um, but to be honest, I'm out of the habit of reading ebooks, so it's taking me a while. Um, although I am really enjoying it, and I, do, I try to put in, in at least 20 minutes to a half hour every day reading some of it, because it is an enjoyable book. Um, you know, and while Madeline's watching some silly kids show on TV, I try to pick it up and, and, and get a little bit of reading in. And I am enjoying it, and I did do quite a bit of reading on it while we were down there. It's just, um, it's a long book, and I'm just not really in a big hurry. So, there's that. Um, also, in the interest of full disclosure, the above links in the show notes to Amazon are Amazon Associates links, which means if you click on them and make a purchase, I will receive a small payment, but it does not cost you anything to use those links. I appreciate you doing Amazon shopping via those links because even if you don't buy those particular items, any item you buy during that browsing session will generate a small amount of money for me which I can then use to pay for prizes and shipping and web hosting, etc. So thank you in advance for supporting the podcast by doing that because it really doesn't cost you anything. And I know it's a pain to remember, but um, if you do need to do some Amazon shopping, I would appreciate you using that link. All right, where the wild things are, let's talk about the beach. Um, first and foremost, uh, we did not find out we were officially going until Thursday the 21st at 4 p.m. <laughs> we left Friday morning the 22nd. I had made a conscious decision not to tell my child at all about the beach. I did not want to break her heart if something happened and we weren't allowed to go up until 
2.30 p.m. on the 21st, the Sanibel City Council was holding firm that they were not going to open vacation rentals for anything less than a 30-day rental period. But they were allowing hotels to be open, which I feel like is really unfair. Um, hotels, you have a lot more common area that you have to pass through and a lot more areas that you have to deal with people versus, you know, a condo. You're in a single-family unit with closed ventilation. You don't share ventilation like you do in a hotel. And you don't have any kind of common area you have to deal with other than an elevator. So I don't understand their reticence, but they ended up changing their minds and they allowed rentals as long as you did not come from a state that had more than 700 COVID cases per 100,000 people. So at the time when we left, there were 11 states that Sanibel condo owners were not allowed to rent to. Tennessee is not one of them. So we were allowed to go. And because I was determined that Madeline was not going to find out about the trip so that it would not break her heart if we didn't get to go, um, I had gathered some food and Chris and I had put some put our clothes that we knew we were wanting to take with us. We put them in a special section in our closet. But other than that, we really didn't have anything done as far as packing. Because I knew if I started putting big piles of stuff in the kitchen, our child was going to figure it out. Because she's not dumb. She's extremely smart. So we ended up staying up till 3 o'clock in the morning to get everything ready because I'm also one of those people that my mom taught me that if you're going to leave and go on vacation, your house had better be in order. <laughs> so I cleaned, you know, uh, we cleaned out the fridge. Uh, I had to have my friend Katrina come over so I could show her how to take care of the cat because she and my in-laws split time coming over so that Piccolo was not alone for long stretches because he's not used to that. And um, in the past, he has managed to set our house alarm off on purpose to get attention <laughs> because my cat is also very smart. So anyway, we were, it was a crazy night. So we ended up leaving on Friday the 22nd. We drove halfway and stayed the night in Valdosta, Georgia. And in the middle of the night, another guest of the hotel came roaring into the parking lot drunk and hit my car trying to pull into a parking space. We don't 100% know that this human was drunk, but I would say that it is extremely likely because she didn't come forward and tell the truth about what happened until the next day right before we checked out. We were literally in the process of zipping up the suitcases when the front desk called to tell us about it. Um, fortunately, the car was drivable. It is going to be in the shop for approximately two weeks to get the uh, driver rear quarter panel completely replaced and have part of the car repainted because she um, took out the side of my car. So that was unfortunate and did not uh, leave me in a very good mood that day. <laughs> but I ended up driving the rest of the way in. Chris drove the first half. I drove the second half. And that was when we swung by Sarasota and let me pick up my needle. And then... We got to Sanibel. We got to the condo. It was very nice. Um, there was nobody above us on either left or right side or below us. So that was amazing because, you know, Madeline is used to living in a house and she's not used to having to be quiet. So having to try to get her to understand that screaming in a hotel or in a condo, something like that, is not okay because people can hear her. Um, that's been kind of challenging, but uh, she finally figured it out within a couple of days. But um, we had our groceries delivered via shipped because I do have a shipped membership. And 
I love knowing that if we're on vacation and we have a kitchen, I if there is a grocery store locally that supports shipped, I can use my membership other places. That was awesome. So it saved me from having to go to the grocery store when we got there. And then we just had a really nice week. We spent most of the time out on the beach. Um, the pool was open. We did not even go anywhere near it. Um, but we ended up going to the beach a lot. Uh, the condo came with some beach accoutrement, which we did use some of it. But mainly we have our own stuff because we had bought it all prior to going to Panama City last year. So we would, you know, uh, go out first thing in the morning after breakfast and we would walk the, sh walk the shoreline and pick up shells um, and not take anything with us but our little shell collecting bags and our scoops. And then in the afternoon after lunch, we would go back out with our umbrella and the wagon and the chairs and all the toys and all that. And then we would go back out and spend a few more hours before coming in, getting ready for dinner and uh, eating something. So we did have family pictures made on the beach which was amazing I we have not had family pictures made since my daughter was about a week old um, a friend of mine from high school uh, was doing family photography at the time she since uh, stopped or I would have been continually using her but um, she she had done pictures of us so we've not had pictures done in five years so I found a photographer online that was listed with the Sanibel Ch Chamber of Commerce and I really loved his style his name is Nick Adams if you're ever down there and you need pictures made, I highly recommend him. He met us at our condo and we went down to the beach together and he got some absolutely stunning shots of our family. I'm so thrilled with the quality of the pictures. Um, we ended up going over to his studio and he had set them to music. And oh, I, I literally, I sat there and cried. I didn't think I was going to, but they were so good. They made me cry and it really just captured our personalities and Madeline's personality so we selected our pictures um I guess on Thursday we selected our pictures at his condo went ahead and, I mean at his um his studio went ahead and made our order and they'll be delivered in um, about a month I think um, we got some really big canvases well for us really big canvases for the walls and we got some um, prints for grandparents and we went ahead and ordered our Christmas cards so I don't even have to worry about Christmas cards now it's gonna be awesome uh, but it was it was a really great experience, and I love that we have those because they are so good of our family, and especially of Madeline, which is the one that really matters the most. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, we picked up hundreds, 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 hundreds of shells while we were down there. I mean, unbelievable number. So, like I said, I'm going to need all of the ideas on what to do with shells because um, I don't know uh, what to do with all of these other than make a few picture frames. I did purchase from joanne.com, I did purchase a uh, silicone mold for a picture frame and I plan to do picture frames with some of the smaller ones um, to use with some of our vacation pictures but other than that and doing like <laughs> In a fillable lamp and some jars I don't really know what to do so definitely need some help there um, it was not crowded while we were down there we were really lucky and um, irony of all ironies we were washing our feet off at the beach shower coming back up one um, on our last day and the people behind us started talking to us and they were from literally that they live two miles from us <laughs> what are the chances that someone who lives that close to us will end up at 
our condo. I mean, that, that, that's just, that's crazy pants. I don't even know. But it was really fun. We had a, we had an extremely pleasant time. Um, and I've, I'm so glad we got to go and I hope we get to go back next year. It would be wonderful. And I really liked the time of year that we went to because it was hot, but it wasn't like super crazy hot. So, uh, I enjoyed it very much. So, all right. So announcements, I guess that's pretty much all I have left. Um, so into the wool, we still have some spots available. We have had a couple people sign up, so yay. But I think we have about 18 spots open. We've had some, some more people drop due to both COVID restrictions, worry about family members, et cetera. So we, we completely understand that. But, um, you know, we, we have a plan in place, like I said last time, to try to make sure that we protect our attendees as best we can. Um, we are still monitoring the situation. We have been in touch with Lake Francis and uh, they are they're keeping us apprised of their own plans and their own restrictions so that we can we can plan accordingly but just some basic info the dates for 2020 are september 17th through the 20th the cost is 400 dollars a person and it includes eight meals lodging snacks and drinks all activities entrance to the market a goodie bag and a t-shirt so fabulous bargain especially when you consider that you get all your food too you can sign up at the link in the Ravelry thread. It is still pinned. We will be keeping signups open through the drop date, which is June 30th. Um, so if you wanna come and bring your whole knitting group, we have room for you right now. And we have larger cabins that can sleep 20. So we can actually spread you out in that so that you're not sleeping you know, right next to somebody so we can give you some social distance. But we definitely have room for larger groups. So if you're interested, please uh, talk to your friends and get in touch. So also for Into the Wool News, the Spotlight Knit Along is now in full swing. We have a great list of sponsors already, but would love to add some new faces or some returning ones. If you're interested in being a sponsor, we have three levels of sponsorship. Singles door prize sponsor, which is one item to give for us to give away. Grand prize sponsor, which is three items that we will put into one in each of the three grand prize packages. And then a little something for everyone sponsor, which is send one small item for every attendee's goodie bag. Um, we also love our designer sponsors, and this year we're accepting donations of patterns in groups of 10 or 100 for simplicity. We ask that the donations only be in one of those two amounts. It helps me a lot because math is not my strong suit, and when I have to figure out, like, this person sent in 13, this person sent in 25, it makes it really hard for me to divide the patterns evenly so that we make sure everybody gets the same number. So, um... There is a way to sponsor that will fit into every budget. Just give us an email to find out more. The email is into the wool fiber retreat at gmail.com. And a little note here if we have not asked you, it is not because and you are an indie, you're a designer, you're a notions maker, you're a bag maker, whatever. It, if we've not asked you, it is not because we don't want stuff from you. It is just because we, it is overwhelming the number of people that we attempt to ask. And we have to ask a lot, a lot of people because I will be brutally honest here. The majority of people completely ignore us and don't even respond in any way. So law of large numbers says the more people we ask, the more stuff we get. But sometimes it does fall through the cracks and to be totally honest, if you've turned us down a couple of years in a row or not responded to us, 
um, then it will, <laughs> it's one of those things where, uh, if you haven't responded to us, then we, we put you kind of toward the bottom of the list because we don't want to keep bugging you if you don't want to be asked. So if you do want to donate something, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, we really do appreciate you. And the earlier we get your stuff in, the more attention you'll get in the spotlight, um, the spotlight uh, sponsors list and in the retreat sponsors list. But everyone who sponsors us is permanently listed in our Ravelry group. We always keep those threads. We lock them at the end of the retreat, but we always keep those threads available so that anyone who is interested in finding out who sponsored us in previous years can go look. So we can still drive traffic your way even after the retreat is over. So just wanted to let you know about that. Hear ye, hear ye. NICU Noggins is still in its fourth year. Please check out the thread in the podcast group for all of the details, and I hope you'll consider knitting a hat or two. I've had a couple of people email me and ask me for my address, so thank you so much to them. And I hope that everybody will knit a hat or two because we really would love to be able to uh, shower these, these families at T.C. Thompson Children's Hospital in Chattanooga. We would love to be able to give them something um, that will comfort them in a very stressful time that I unfortunately have firsthand experience with. So definitely keep that in mind. The Color Street site is now back open for ordering for customers. And I also have a fully stocked on-hand inventory. So if you are unable to get your nails done, I know that I have a couple of podcast listeners who have been acrylics devotees who have switched to Color Street during this pandemic and they have loved making the switch. So if you're missing your mani-pedi salon time, you should try a set. What do you have to lose, really? I mean, you don't have anything to lose. Um, it's better than having to try to paint them yourself, right? So check out my Color Street site to see the entire catalog and join my Facebook VIP group to get all the best deals. Both of those links are in the show notes. You can also request a free sample by clicking the link in the show notes. Um, please, only one sample per customer as I do have to pay for them. Last but not least, thank you so much to my bestie Tiffany for sponsoring the podcast for the 6 and 20 May to June time period, and also just for being an all-around stellar person and amazing friend. Um, she does have a video podcast. I've got the link to her podcast in the show notes. She is on YouTube. Her podcast is short, sweet, and to the point, just like her. So thanks so much for all your support, guys. I hope you have a wonderful uh start to June and I will talk to you halfway through the month. Okay. Bye. Oops. I almost forgot. <laughs> I thought I was done. And then I remembered, uh, thank you so much to all of you who sent cards and emails and notes to wish Madeline a happy birthday. She had a really good birthday. It was super low key. Um, for pictures of the super fantabulous cake, check out my Instagram. But it really meant so much to her, and I really appreciate you guys taking some time out of your day to do that. That really meant so much. So, okay, this time it really is goodbye. <laughs> but thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Have a wonderful day.